0: All right, so there's some teams in the West We went through the East already, and there's a couple where it's like maybe the Hawks missing the playoffs at plus 120 is worth it, the Wizards sneaking in, because you got to get through the play-in tournament. Remember, the Wizards and the Raptors were kind of close on either side. Yes, no, the Raptors are a team that if you want to get some plus money on somebody making the playoffs, I'd maybe lean towards Toronto just because the bottom of the East is kind of open. Atlanta could fall off. Uh, you still have Miami on the back end and that seventh seed – Toronto's got enough talent where they could maybe sneak into the playoffs. They've been there before, so there's there it, it's worth at least considering that. In the west, there's just going to be some teams that are in there where there's just no point in even really talking about it much, right? Dallas minus 2000 to make the playoffs, plus 800 to miss it. Dallas is making the playoffs. Like I don't even think I need to say it ask two you. Two
1: games think, over 500, but yeah, they're making the playoffs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're making yeah, that's 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 pre kyrie Irving. They're both they're both uh it's working just fine right now for Luca and Kyrie tonight. Golden State to make the playoffs, minus 3,000. To miss, plus 220. This team's going to make the playoffs. It just might be in the play-in tournament.
1: They're going to get there. Right now, they're 500. It's weird because, Nick, they're so good at home and so bad on the road. I understand really, that's how it's supposed to really be. Really,
0: bad on the road. I
1: mean really bad. And When I say really bad, the Spurs are worse, the Rockets are worse, and that's it. They've got the third-worst road record, so... They better figure out a way if they're going to make the playoffs to win. uh, one, Because they're not going to obviously have home court advantage to win one of those games early in a series. Because if not, the Warriors aren't going anywhere in the postseason, even if they get there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. They may be a one-and-done team. They could be a seventh or an eighth seed, which is going to make it kind of difficult for them to get through Denver or Memphis in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Clippers minus 1,200 to make it, plus 600 to miss. They're making the playoffs. I don't, I don't think we need to have much of a discussion on that. That's fair. Uh, here's where it gets interesting, and you know where I lean. Lakers plus 180 to make the playoffs, minus 250 to miss it. I have already placed this bet. I like the Lakers to make the playoffs. It might be as a play-in team. They have the 24th toughest schedule in the NBA. There are only a handful of teams that have it easier in terms of their path to the playoffs. The rest of the way... And they've also got 23 games, so it's not like they're on the back end of like Minnesota's only got 21 left and Phoenix has 22. There's a few more games with an easier schedule, which puts them in a better position. And it's a whole new, completely revamped team. I love this. I've already said my piece on that. and the Lakers are absolutely a playoff team now.
1: And they're only two and a half games back, Nick, right now of that play-in game. So it's it could happen. And if they do play in that play-in game, for the record, that's when it feels like LeBron really – puts his foot on the gas, realizes that there's probably not a whole lot more seasons left. So, yeah, I mean, if if they get in the playing game, they're going to be the favorite against whoever that is. And at that point, I think they're going to make the playoffs. So I don't hate it, but I still don't think it's going to happen. I don't think the Lakers end up in the postseason.
0: Yeah, at the back end of the west there's still some maneuverability but the west just got deeper like the east there's way more teams where you go they're probably not a playoff team but they could sneak in the east is very top heavy the west has already had its parity but now it's spread out even more which brings us to the timberwolves plus 130 to make the playoffs minus 165 to miss them now minnesota right now is a 7 seed and they've got the thir- their strength of schedule sits at 13 so the average win percentage 506 only 21 games left though so there's fewer games for them to make up any ground, which could be good, could be bad, but they are the seven seed right now. And they're in one game over 500.
1: I think they get there, but they're also a huge disappointment. I mean, this is a team early yeah. on at the beginning of the year, especially this off season, Nick, when they added Rudy Gobert, when you have Carl Anthony Towns, when you still have the Anthony uh, the, uh, Russell, when you had Anthony Edwards, like that is, a, that's a very formidable team to be hanging right around 500. So, maybe they become that team I thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year if they do make the postseason, but they got to make the postseason. So I'll say they do get there.
0: And one of the things you have to think about when doing this, right, we're talking about how the Western Conference standings could look a lot different in a couple of weeks. Well, where everything sits right now, if there's a team that's plus money to, to make the playoffs, and especially if they're outside looking in, well, who's the team that's going to fade out? Who's the team that's going to fall out? Minnesota's a seven seed, and they're still plus money. So I actually think that that's some solid value. If they stay at the seven seed, you only got to win one play in game, which is certainly a better situation to be in. But if I look at a team like the Lakers, right, plus 180 to make the playoffs, well, who do they jump? The Thunder are the 10 seed at 28 and 29. I think there's a team right there that has a good chance of falling off, partially because they're going to want to have one more year of a better draft pick. You're going to get Chet Holmgren back next year. You have everybody else's draft pick that you ever traded for in the history of the NBA. They've got, they're loaded with picks. They'll have their own first round picks. So there's a lot there where it's let's just try and get as many young guys, as many opportunities as possible. Don't need a wasted playoff game this year. Let's get better draft positioning and then be all in next year. I think next year is when the Thunder really take that next step, but it might be nice to have at least some experience for that young team to get in and play one play in game. And then lose, but that means they still don't make the playoffs. So that could be the team that maybe falls out. Utah's at twenty nine and thirty-one. And Trailblazers are twenty eight and thirty. They're up big right now on the Kings, but you know, those those are the kind of things that you have to think about when you start to look at who could flip. So it's interesting because the Pelicans are minus one ninety to make the playoffs, and Noah plus one forty five. Now, Brandon Ingram's back. You know, this is a team that doesn't have Zion and may not have him the rest of the way, but you know, they're also a really talented team without Zion. And we saw that last year when they got into the play in tournament. So I, I still, I think the Pelicans do make the playoffs, but it may be a little bit of a, uh, it might be a little bit of a sweat with this team.
1: Pelicans, not only Nick remember they made their run in the playoffs last year, but also they had the best record in the NBA through the first month of this season. Obviously Zion getting hurt, hasn't helped anything. CJ McCollum's missed some time too. Brandon Ingram, how would he do tonight? I haven't, I haven't got a chance to look. Did he do? All right, Thirty-six tonight?
0: and seven. The Pelicans lost by five to the Raptors. That's that's the you know that's they lost their first game out of the gate, uh, but they only put up nineteen points in the first quarter. So they were uh, look. Ingram had a great game. It's it's going to have to be Brandon Ingram that's carrying them if you're not going to have Zion. But you're losing a major major asset. If you think Zion's going to come back, I don't think he is. But if you think he's going to come back, then they're absolutely a team that's going to be a playoff team. Right now, it's a little iffy. Zion changes the dynamic of that team a lot.
1: You could talk me into that team missing the playoffs altogether, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're too inconsistent. Now that being said, the flip side is they're really fun to watch. And if they do make the postseason, depending on the matchup they get, maybe they do what they did a year ago where they end up putting the scare into a team. But I, the way their roster is constructed right now, I don't necessarily think that they, they don't feel exactly right. They feel a little bit off. Like, they're like a bunch of teams in the NBA where they're good enough. They're kind of middle, kind of like the Knicks, for example. Their roster's yeah. fine, but they're, they're a little bit off if we're talking about Dallas, if we're talking about actually making noise in the postseason. All these teams are good, but they're just missing a little something. I put the Pelicans in that group.
0: Thunder, interesting enough, plus 450 to make the playoffs, minus 750 to miss it. That kind of goes on what I was yeah. saying before, where I expect that team to fade late in the second half. They're almost going to try to, inject the fade right they're gonna try and just inject some losses in there sit some guys rest some guys let's make sure we just capitalize on one more year and then start to just use everybody else's draft picks and move forward package them together maybe trade for some veterans this feels like the last year for me of the of the thunder really just in that full rebuild tank mode even though they're overachieving again this year and then next year it really starts to become now look they're they've got the 25th toughest schedule and 25 games left. So an easier strength of schedule with a lot of games gives them an opportunity, but it just, this has the feel of a team that's going to start to fade as the second, the last, you know, batch of games comes through.
1: Which is probably best case scenario for them. I mean, as you said, they took Chet Holmgren to real high last year and he hasn't played a minute of basketball. Josh Giddey mm-hmm. is a young guy that looks like he could become a superstar. Shea Gilchrist. is I mean, In SGA, you want to talk about a guy that nobody talks about, or maybe not enough people talk about, that's averaging 31 points per game, seventh best in the league. That guy is everything that John Morant is, except everybody talks about John Morant and doesn't talk about SGA because his team's not winning right now. But their best path to winning, I think, is probably to find themselves back in the lottery, like you said. So I think that if you're going to bet against a team the last 20-plus games of the regular season – Bet against a team that might not actually, you know, be trying to win basketball games, and that might be the Thunder.
0: Yeah, SGA's probably your most improved player, too. I mean, he's had a, a monster year Always. this year, but he, it's not like he's he was averaging, what, 23 points a game last year. We already saw this, but he's taken it to the next level. Guy's going to be an absolute star in this league. Uh, the question is how long before he asks for a trade to a bigger market because that's what happens in the NBA far too often. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers are half a game out of that 10-spot where the Oklahoma City Thunder sit at this moment. Portland, though, plus 300 to make the playoffs, minus 400 to miss. Uh, look, they got some young talent. If Dame can stay healthy, this is a team that could squeak in maybe into the play-in tournament. But just given what's ahead of them right now, you know their, their schedule, strength of schedule rest away, middle of the pack, 24 games to go. Right now, let's just quickly see what they're doing. Only up eleven on the Kings. They were up a lot more. 37 26 after the first quarter. God, Nasir Little, 12 points in the first quarter. Damn, give him an opportunity, and there you go. But I think Portland's just it's just gonna be too much for them. I don't see them making the playoffs.
1: Well, if there's a coach that knows how to squander early leads, it's Chauncey Billups. I mean, that yeah, guy's like I, I he he he's like the he's like the Mike McCarthy of the nba you get off to a good lead it means nothing because your coach is going to screw it up so i'm not big the time the management blazers. i guess right
0: <laughs> fair enough yeah
1: he's better at the clock management i don't think the blazers you know, Ch- Ch- think Ch- T- isn't really putting for
0: Phillips Ch- bills Ch- isn't putting four guys out on the floor thinking that that's like a defensive strategy <laughs> let's have one fewer they'll get really confused he's not doing right? that thank Unble- you
1: unbelievable bro but yeah i don't i don't think Sacramento- that's
0: Yeah, Sacramento, we already mentioned, minus 450 to make it, plus 300. No, they'll make the playoffs. They've got too high of a seed right now. That would take a really massive drop off for them to do that. I mean, injuries would be the only thing that would really uh, be the issue that would cause that. And Utah, plus 375. Yes, no, at minus 650. Big-time lean towards uh, Utah not making the playoffs. Already overachieved this year. We thought they'd be one of the worst teams in the NBA. Two games under five hundred, half a game out along with Portland from that 10 spot. But I think Utah stays on the outside looking in, too.
1: I've made more money, Nick, on Laurie Markkinen props this year than any other individual yes. player. Like he's he's my uh he's my anti Dylan Brooks. I can't hit a prop yes. to save my life on Dylan Brooks, but Laurie Markkinen always has me covered by halftime. That's my dog. So I'm rooting for Utah to make it in.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, in the end, if we look at this, Toronto may be making the playoffs at plus money. Atlanta missing the playoffs at plus money. Two teams out of this that really could switch things up. Maybe you look at Minnesota, their plus money, even though it was the seven seed to make the playoffs. So there's, there's at least some teams that you're comfortable with, but for the most part, we're seeing where a lot of these odds are leaning. And the books are telling us, I think, what most of us see, who's in and who's out.